Well, we've been working on this thing for about three and a half hours too long, but I think it's safe to say we finally have a birthday confession. This birthday episode is really a case of everything that could go wrong did. It was originally going to be five poems that that were inspiring me as I moved into the year of 43. Uh, and then five became four poems. And then four poems became no poems because we had some issues with the copyright. And then that turned into another thing, which turned into another thing, which turned into another thing. And so we're on take number 9,374 right now but i think we got it i think we got it so let's let's try this birthday episode thing you down and tried i tried to give you a less than one minute explanation for an entire morning of a shitstorm. so you ready okay let's try this here we go hang on a minute hang on let's get the uh, go-go juice my fun name for coffee let's get a sip of go-go juice mm, that's good go-go juice all right and just close your eyes Unless you're driving, in which case keep your eyes open. Don't take them off the road. Get comfortable. All right, let's try this. Hey, working writers, it's me, Matt, your favorite working writer, at least the one you listen to every week, whether you like me or maybe you just are into some weird, weird sense of self-abuse. I don't know. But you're here, and you're ready for what has kind of been a little bit of a tradition on this show, more holiday-themed or focused on moments of the year podcast. In this case, the birthday podcast. So I'm recording this on a Tuesday late in the morning uh, after a lot of trauma and, and issues trying to get it out. I am now finally recording the podcast. Uh, it will release on Thursday, February the 2nd. On Saturday, February the 4th, at like some odd hour, like 12.07 a.m., and who knows if that's real or if that's just the lie that parents tell you so that you can get past the exact time of your birth. Uh, I was born. I was born. And so 43 years ago in 1980, for those of you trying to keep score, I was brought into the world. I like to look back during these times, and the original idea for this podcast episode was to get some poems, read some poems that inspired me, some poems that really meant a lot to me, and read them out and do the thing. And hopefully have a lot of you know fun with it and inspire you and everything else. We were unable to secure the copyrights. That hit. That hit hard. I mean, that was a blow to the heart, 100%. That was tough for me. But... At the same time that was tough for me, it also started peeling back a curtain on a confession I think I have needed to make for a long time. So this time we're getting a birthday confession. But it's a little different. 
it's not seven Vonnegut quotes like I did a couple of years ago, and it's not five poems. This is a really kind of heartfelt confessional moment that happened in the midst of me. It started in the midst of me perusing my library and then extended into uh, into me recording this podcast and not being able to get it out. And, and then further stretched on as I kind of sat down at my computer and admitted defeat this morning. Now, as we go on, uh, I want to give a very special thank you in this episode to somebody. So I, I am on Medium as a writer. I, I write there occasionally, less lately, but, but I'm still present. Uh, and there is a writer who has been present through that journey pretty much since the beginning. She writes wonderful stuff. I'm kind of envious of her abilities with language, to be perfectly honest with you. Um, and I am going to butcher her last name. Just full-blown content warning. I'm about to massacre a final name here. The last name is just going to get lined up on the altar and chopped into segments like some odd, bizarre, demonic universe version of an Aztec sacrificial rite. So... That said, I would like to extend this really special thank you to that person, Michelle Scorzello. That is the only time I'm going to attempt to say her last name because I'm pretty sure I'm killing it. Uh, 100% I am destroying that name. But, Michelle, thank you uh, for your comment on a piece I wrote this morning. And uh, it really did kind of turn this into the birthday confession that it is and kind of proved to be like the last missing puzzle piece. So uh, I'll probably be grateful to you in a way that you'll never fully appreciate for the remainder of my existence. Uh, That's a lot of pressure. So no big deal. Fortunately, Michelle and I don't even live in the same country, so this should be pretty easy. Uh, You know, there's no weird obligation. Avoiding me should be pretty quick. But um, anyway, Michelle, thank you. Let's move on with this confession thing. So I'm working on the poems. I'm walking through my library. I'm picking up books. I'm seeing old things. I'm feeling nostalgic. I'm remembering the writer I used to be. I'm thinking about the writer I am. I'm thinking about where I'm going. Uh, and and I'm, I've recently battled another want to quit and, and things like that. And I'm just, all that's kind of flooding and I'm opening books and I'm finding poems that really impact me and, uh, make me incredibly, uh, they make me incredibly happy or incredibly emotional. Um, one of the poems was, was by a poet named Martina Spot. It's called Alabanza and Praise of Local 100. You should totally read that poem. You can look it up online. You should absolutely read it. Um, and it, it always makes me cry. It's my favorite poem of all time. It always drink, brings the tears just boom right out of me. A spot is an amazing poet. So I, I get that and I start reading these poems and, and they all have sort of this one thing in common. A lot of these poems, well, all of them really are, are things that, that make the writers, make the poets, the kind of writer I want to be. And when we say a writer, we want to be Right. When we start looking at a writer and say, that's the writer I want to be. There's an interesting subtext to that sentence that we forget. Which is that the writer I want to be is not the writer that I am right now. And look, being perfectly candid and honest, 
you're not always going to be that right. Like you're always going to be improving and growing into another version of yourself. But there is a question to be asked. Are you on the path that you think will lead you to be the writer that you want to be? I know it seems like such an esoteric concept, but this really hit me. When I pulled the curtain back on this, this really, I was like, wow, I'm not the writer I want to be. I'm not the writer I want to be. I'm not. I mean, I don't think I'm a bad person. I don't think it's because I'm lazy. I don't think it's because I lack vision or I can't dream or, or I'm a sellout. I don't think any of those things. I think the world makes it hard for us to be anything we want to be. Right? Like, and this isn't a new thing. This isn't like, oh, in the modern world, it's hard to be what you want to be. No, I mean, it was hard to be this like 200 years ago, 300 years ago, 400 years ago. Like, the world, society in general, just makes it hard to be what you want to be, unless what you want to be also perfectly aligns with what society thinks you should be. Then it can be a little easier. I'm not saying easy. I'm just saying a little easier. But when you want to be a writer, well, that gets hard. You know, because then we get into these debates. Do we write the challenging novel? The one that pretentious people can sit in a coffee shop with copies of on their table and go, yes, yes. It's very challenging. Very challenging. I like to be challenged as a reader. So I'm reading this very challenging, challenging novel. It's very good. It's very good. You wouldn't understand it. It's very challenging. He doesn't, he doesn't cater. He doesn't pander to you. It's just super challenging. Or... Do you write mass entertainment novels that are just like, you're, I, I did my market research and I figured out that everybody likes a love interest to appear by page two and they like an axe-wielding super dwarf with fairy dust powers and a magical unicorn named Butt Stallion to appear by page six. Right, that's kind of like the young adult genre. Like, if you've ever known anyone who submitted a young adult manuscript, they are very foreign. They look for very specific things, and you better have them, or, or the larger publishing industry doesn't want you. So there's those things, but then there's there's other things, right? There's a uh, hang on, little go go juice. Feel the feel the energy fading, if you can believe that. Oh, there we go. But there's other stuff. There's the the pull of social media. Right, the endless, shameless self-promotion of it all. The Twitter with its writer's lifts that are just blatant, shameless self-promotion attempts to just get a bunch of writers to come in and glom on and increase the stats for a tweet so it increases its visibility. They very rarely do anything, and, and I and a lot of other writers have often been disappointed at the result of writer's lifts. It's just, it's a mess. The whole shameless promotion thing, the personal branding thing, the barrage from writing coaches about how I can teach you to do this better, the endless books, online writing platforms like Medium that are like, oh, hey, you can get paid while you write, and it's kind of like a job. But remember, Medium's job is to just keep you creating so you can bring people to the site so that they can monetize that. They really like it if you can get them to subscribe because then they can monetize that too. And even if you don't get them to subscribe for you, then they can get them to subscribe for other people, and people will pay for memberships. And that's, that's the model. The model is to keep eyes on it. And sometimes we end up kind of these low-paid content hustlers uh, generating stuff for them. And we don't have to be. That's You don't have to be that if you're on Medium, but you can often find yourself trapped in it because that feels like it's the way the game is played. 
or you're trying to be a journalist, or you're trying to do this, or you're trying to do that. And there's this endless barrage from the internet of stuff you need to be and how you have to do, and everyone's trying to sell you something, and it can be a lot. And my confession on my birthday is somewhere in the midst of all of that, I lost the writer I want to be. I'm not even sure what that looks like anymore. I just know I'm not there. I can feel it, right? It's like an animal instinct. It's like a homing pigeon. There is a part of me that knows that I'm not where I'm supposed to be. I know I'm off the path. I couldn't show you the path on a map. You couldn't writing coach me to the path. I'll, I'll need to find it on my own. But I know that I'm not there. So I'm thinking about that this morning. I'm not the writer that I want to be. I'm approaching 43. I'm about to age another year. And I know, I know, 43 is that wonderful age that exists in two spaces. Like, if you're in your 20s, 43 is super old. Oh my God, I can't believe you made it to 43. And if you're, like, in your 50s, then 43 is still being, like, a baby. So it's an interesting, like, middle age is a neat place to be. Um, And I'm at the, like, very start of middle age. So it's just funny to watch this. Like, are you really middle-aged or are you not? Like, when I was a kid, 40 was the doom birthday. Now I think it's 50. I don't know. I don't know when the doom birthday is. I don't keep up with it. But regardless, I'm approaching another year. And every year I'm kind of going, man, what what am I doing this year? And and this year I'm looking at it going, shit, I'm not the writer I want to be. Well, that revelation, that confession leads to another revelation, which is the reason I talk so often about quitting writing is because I'm not the writer I want to be. Oh, there's a bomb for you. The reason I struggle with that is I'm not the writer I want to be. If you're not the writer you want to be, why the hell would you want to keep doing this thing? It's not like there's a fortune of cash in it. Right? Who is that that writer uh, for the independent Marriott? It was like, creators are finally losing their pretension at about time. Pardon my French, but fuck that guy. Yeah, it's real prestigious being a fucking creator, journalistic, tipster, douchebag. Well, I was pretentious, so you all must be pretentious. No, nope, you're just a dick, sir. You're just a dick. <laughs> you gotta love it when I talk to the world, don't you? Anyway, uh, so that, that's my thing, right? Like, I'm not being the writer I want to be, so I'm in this field and I'm doing this grind, but I'm not who I want to be, so why would I keep doing it? Right? You know, it's like if you've ever been through a divorce, why would you stay in a marriage that you really literally would rather, like, you know, jump off a fucking bridge than go home? I've been divorced twice. Can you tell? So that's that's the deal. Right? That's the thing. So I'm thinking about that, right? I, I make the jump from I'm not the writer I want to be to shit, that's what's behind my quitting. To damn, I don't know how I'm going to find the writer that I want to be. And then I start the rainy day in Charleston. Clouds are gray. They're hanging over. There's that ever so obnoxious drizzle of rain that's not enough to like be a torrential downpour, but it's just enough to be like, oh yeah, give it one second and I'll turn it into one. You want to go for that walk right now? Think about it. Think about it. It's a little cold and it's a damp cold, so it makes the joints hurt. 
combined with this wonderful revelation that I'm not the writer that I want to be, combined with getting another year older and all of the kind of like life memories, like childhood abuse and shit that come back up during those times. And what you have here is a recipe for depression stew. Uh, that's what I was, man. I was sitting on the couch. I was like, oh, God, this sucks. So I went to Medium to kind of mindlessly scroll and maybe find something. I had some notifications on a piece I'd written about preparing this podcast episode with the poems, right? And I had some comments. I had comments from JR. I had comments from Ted. But I had about a half a dozen comments from from my friend. I call her my friend. We've never met. Maybe one day. Uh, but up until the day that we actually meet one another, or maybe I'll get her to interview on this podcast. That could be fun. Michelle, if you're listening, call me. We'll do an interview. Um, but but I, I talked. You know, I sat down. I saw about a half dozen comments from Michelle. Um which is great. It's usually there's a line that I said that resonated. Or anytime I get that many comments from Michelle, it means that I, I hit something. I resonated. And I go through and I go, well, I'll just respond to these comments. I'm not the writer I want to be, but at least I can be nice and respond to some comments. Because I'm just going to sit the rest of the day and debate how much ice cream I can fit in my mouth at one time. But I start reading them. And Michelle starts making comments about how you know, how this resonated with her, how this is this is why she comes to Medium to read pieces like this about people who, who view the world in different ways. And I'm definitely butchering your commentary. I apologize, Michelle. You should go to Medium and read Michelle's work, guys. 100%. I'll link her in the podcast notes. I'm going to link her Medium page in my podcast notes. Go check her out. It's, it's really good stuff. I'm a real big fan. But I'm reading these comments and, and, and a weird, the final piece of the puzzle comes into play. I am not the writer I want to be. That is a large part about why I think I want to quit. I'm not quite sure who that writer I want to, like how to get back on that path to be the writer that I want to be. I don't really know how to get back there. I'm not entirely certain. And here's a writer who, who's read me for a while, who knows my work who's showing me because it resonates with her. And so in this moment of communication, I have written something, someone has read it, it resonates. They are commenting that it resonates. I am starting to see more clearly the path of the writer I want to be. See, that's what makes this writing life tricky. Writing is often talked about as being a solo sport. We do this alone. We sit at our table and we write our words by ourselves. But writing is an act of communication. This has always been my problem with the pretentious challenge the reader novel. I mean, there's nothing wrong with wanting to present challenging ideas and present interesting thoughts, but there is a subsect of writers that I knew when I was in school and I still know now who like to write stuff that is massively inaccessible because if you can get to it, it's this elitist idea that you're somehow a better reader and, aha, I've delivered you the spiritual grace. The problem being, that's not really communicating. That's like if I find out that you don't speak German, but I speak German very well, and I decide that I'm going to ask you to do things around the house in German and then belittle you when you don't do them. You see what I'm saying? Writing is a communicative act. 
when it resonates with people and we feel good, right? It has to be both. It can't just be, it couldn't just be that Michelle felt this piece resonated with her. It had to be that this was a piece I enjoyed writing. But as those two pieces came together, for a moment, I saw a glimpse of the writer I want to be. Then I sat down with a pen and I wrote some stuff. And I saw another glimpse of the writer I want to be. And I'll probably be doing that for a little while to get back to the writer that I want to be. But it took this search for poems, this failure to secure copyrights, this chopping up all the ingredients for depression stew, the rainy day, the whole thing. And the comment from a reader to say, hey, this resonated with me. I connected with this. This brought me joy. This made me feel something. For me to be able to say, that's the writer I want to be. I'm about to turn 43 in a couple days. That's the one I want to be. I am not there yet, but I will be. And I'll just keep looking to Michelle and to JR and to my partner, Marianne, and to a whole bunch of other people for those little beacon flashes that tell me I'm still kind of on the right track. Most importantly, I'm going to stop listening to algorithms and other bullshit and do what's worked for decades and listen to myself. Will I make a billion dollars? No. It's not going to happen. It's just statistically not going to happen. If it does happen, I'll be more than happy to tell you I was wrong. Seriously, I'll be thrilled. But I just don't think it's going to happen. Might I make a living at it? Eh, maybe that could happen. Will I be happy? Uh, happier. No, there's a lot of factors that go into happy. But will I be the writer that I want to be? Yeah, that I can do. I can be the writer I want to be. I can start that journey down that path. Oh, don't get me wrong. I'm not walking in it like I'm naively when I was a child where I'm like, here we go, here comes the path, and it's just a nice, easy trot like 10 feet down the yellow brick road, and bam, here we are. No, no, no. I'm going to fuck it up. We all are. But at least I know where I'm going. And I feel relieved with this kind of birthday gift of this confession, of this revelation. And I'm not the writer I want to be, but I can get back to it. And I kind of see where it is now. Let's go. So, ask yourself as a writer, are you the writer you want to be? And if you're not, are you on the path to be the writer that you want to be? And if you're not, how do you get back on that path? Or do you just say, I'm done? Ultimately, it has to be whatever works for you. But ask the question, because really, if you're not going to be the writer you want to be, I mean, what's the point? So once again, thank you, Michelle. Thank you, all of you. I am going to edit this. I think we have an episode in the can, finally. I'm going to edit this, do my thing, upload it, 
<sighs> set it to release on Thursday, and then I'm going to finish a short week so that I can celebrate my birthday for a few days. I'm pretty awesome. I think I should celebrate my birth. All right, well, until next time. <laughs> I'm Matt, and this has been my birthday confession. I'll talk to you all again real soon. Thank you.